Puck comes to the right side, half wall. so there, opens up, he shoots, score! William Carlson tipped it home. 3-0 Golden Knights. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Ducks back in. Toronto put it on goal. Save Thompson. He sprawls and gets the rebound too. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas. Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the. Let's get out of. We got a couple of games to to break down, and one involves the Vegas School of the Knights with that clean victory over the Chicago Blackhawks. The other one is Canada USA in the rivalry series that was played last night at the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson. I don't know how much everybody got to see it on the NHL Network or if you were at the game or if you watched the highlights, but I'm going to get into it because uh, I was able to watch a little bit during our game, and then I went home and watched it uh, afterwards, and it was spectacular. It was so much fun. Well, I uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm with you. I, I think that for me, like the the synergy of of Phil Kessel and Amanda Kessel scoring at essentially the exact same time on the same. Did day, you have both? Did um, you have both games going? I didn't have both games going. No, I, I had. I I only had the Golden Knights game going. Uh, we had both games going, and it, and it, it virtually oh. happened at the same time. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, I I thought the the immediate feedback there on Twitter when you when you know you put out Phil Kessel goal and then you see instantaneously Amanda Kessel goal like that that's such a cool moment that's such a cool thing uh, to have happened for the Vegas Golden Knights and also uh, the the city of Henderson in 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 having that game displayed U.S. and Canada. You're right about that. And I want to also say uh, a little bit of Russian thrown in today. Because we have Daniil Miramanov coming up in mm-hmm. a couple of minutes. He's going to phone in to the VGK Insider Show and talk about a milestone week for the defenseman. And last year when he arrived on the scene during the preseason, I told Shane Knighty, I said, he's my favorite guy. And uh, then he did another interview. I told Garrett Calloway uh, from Communications and PR, I said, we need to hear more of Daniil Miramanov. Uh, because he's, one, a great player, and two, great story, uh, being switched from forward to defense by the great uh, Igor Larionov at a summer camp. And three, because his conversations are as natural as you are going to get. Now, Phil? Phil's conversations are a little forced. <laughs> he scored, like, but but his conversations are a little forced. Miramanov is like, he's got all the reasons to be a shyer person. Not so. He is just out there, and uh, and he's going to join the program in just a little bit. We uh, we have a, a jam packed program. Mike Rupp from the NHL Network scored a Stanley Cup winning goal back in the day. My good buddy uh, is going to uh, pop on with us in hour number two. We'll look at a few league wide uh, happenings. I'm always curious when we talk to people like John Shannon or Mike Rupp uh, what the impression is of the Vegas Golden Knights from a national uh, angle, and then uh, we'll. we'll uh, 
Also, uh, peel back the onion. Uh, just a tad. Boston lost last night at home. Shootout. But they lost last night at home. New Jersey lost last night uh, uh, in, in a game that uh, I thought they were going to be able to uh, to pull it out. Uh, so Vegas climbed up the, uh, the the ladder a touch if you're one of those, the ones that uh, that follows the overall standings or like your, your Super 16. Yeah, the Golden Knights sitting just behind the uh, the Boston Bruins, two points back of Boston, which is, you know, pretty remarkable if you're the Vegas Golden Knights. It's remarkable when you kind of consider where all, where both of those teams are and what the expectations were for Boston and Vegas going into the year. But, you know, the fact of the matter is the Golden Knights pick up another two points on the road, and they do it in a very a very different way, a more controlled way uh, than than maybe the game they played against the Winnipeg Jets. But all in all, it's it's two more points banked for the Vegas Golden Knights and uh, another really strong road trip for the Golden Knights going into a four-game homestand. I was just on with Cofield uh, across the hall on uh, ESPN, mm-hmm. and he asked me what the most uh, memorable goal was from last night because they scored a bunch of different ways. Yeah. Uh, even strength, yeah. power play, shorthanded, empty net. Uh, the only thing they were missing was a penalty shot. And and that's sure. one of those things. Mario Lemieux did it all in one game himself <laughs> one time, Yeah, which is yeah. the most sensational record that you can really come up with uh, uh, outside of like a 10-pointer like Daryl Sittler. Uh, one of those individual game records scoring five goals five different ways uh mm-hmm. wild but uh, but they scored in these different fashions last night and i said funny enough it was the empty netter that that i uh was was more in awe of because of the way riley smith did the pull and drag and scored and uh, and <laughs> riley jumps to the to top of the list uh in in goals with his uh, with his line mate uh, jonathan marcia so uh that that was a mm-hmm. cool play his his shorty just hammered it, and Will did, did so much work. Uh, although, shame on you, Chicago, for not double-teaming him in the corner. You have more players than, than <laughs> Vegas does on the ice, and you showed no interest. Uh, uh, the, the even strength goal uh, uh, was, was, was great. Power play uh, finds its way into the net. Uh, but the empty netter, uh, funny enough, uh, I, I love how much he wanted to score that empty netter and just put that game away. Yeah, I, the empty netter was was nice in that you don't necessarily see a player have to make a move no. in order to score an empty net goal, and, and Riley Smith had to make a move uh, in order to put that one home. Uh, I wouldn't say it was the most memorable goal for me. I, I really liked Riley's shorthanded goal, and, and I liked it because of the work Will Carlson put in before that goal. And I know that the Chicago Blackhawks, they didn't really contend with William Carlson in the corner, but the optics of Carlson along the boards pulling the puck out and finding uh, Riley Smith with three Blackhawks surrounding him, it, it just it was beautiful in that situation. And then you got to fit in Phil Kessel and uh, his goal, uh, scoring his sixth of the season, and uh, Daniil Mirmanov uh, set him up, and Daniil joins us now on the VGK Insider Show. His uh, debut voyage uh, on the VGK Insider Show with Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace, Chris Chapman, uh, Daniil, uh, congratulations on an outstanding week individually, buddy. Hey guys, how you doing? Thanks a lot. Uh, great. Uh, tell me about uh, your work with Phil Kessel last night and then we'll get into a little bit more uh, about you individually. Well, you know, um, man, is this the privilege? Uh, I used to <laughs> Man, I, I'll go to school and I see Phil Kessel play in the NHL, man. And right now he's my teammate. 
uh, it's just ridiculous, and you know, it doesn't really feel real. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, among with all this stuff has been going on, and uh, well, I just uh, just received the pack from from Naber, and uh, I kind of saw a little space in front, so I jumped. Jumped in there, passed it to to Will, and I knew Will was gonna pass it back to me there. And I didn't really like, so I, I knew there was a third player back door, but I didn't know who who it was. But I definitely knew there was somebody back door. So he was there. He got a touch on it, and and he was a good player, and, and it's a goal. So we were happy. I wasn't sure whether you were gonna shoot the puck or whether you're gonna pass the puck because uh, Will uh, Bill give you a, a pass in a pretty good spot. Well. Uh, well, uh, I was I received the puck on my back, and then I knew right. the defenseman was coming over, and he was and he was he was coming over uh, one knee stick to puck, so he was taking away kind of sh- uh, the shooting lane there, and then I passed it under his stick back door, so that's that's kind of what happened. Danil Mirmanov uh, up with us on the VGK Insider Show, and boy, has he made an impression on everybody uh, after splashing onto the scene last year during training camp. Uh, it's Darren Millard along with Ryan Wallace. So, Daniel, obviously it was a big individual week for you. You get your first career NHL goal. You've also got four points in two games. Kind of walk us through the moment that you scored, the moment that you beat Connor Hellebuck, and, and kind of what that meant to you. Well, it definitely was amazing. Um, and, uh, you know, Smitty, uh, Smitty was there one-on-one against Morrissey. And, you know, I kind of, uh, once again, saw an opportunity, saw an opening. I jumped into the hole and, uh, you know, of course, Smitty passed it to me. And, um, you know, uh, just, we were just trying to shoot hard, shoot to score. And, uh, you know, I kind of, you know, that uncomfortable spot for a goalie was uh, under the pad, under the blocker. So it was perfect, perfectly um, went in. So and I was pretty happy. Are you aiming for that spot from, from where you were shooting? I was. Yeah. I was. Yes, I was. I was going exactly... Uh, far side, um, somewhere, uh, somewhere uh, around the low blocker side. How would you describe your shot? And and I love the fact that you didn't even. I don't know whether you did or not, but it didn't look like you even thought mm-hmm. about the clapper. Uh, you went uh, straight with just a, a quick release. Well, uh, I, I I thought that I could uh, you know hesitate there for a split second and. Because uh, cause, uh, I think Wheeler was coming over and Morrissey as well, so uh, I think uh, it didn't make it really clear for uh, for Hellebuck because you know those guys are it's the best league in the world. Those guys, are, those goaltenders are best in the world, and uh, I don't know, maybe in 1950s you uh, could have like uh, scored uh, with the you know with the with the with the with the slap shot from from there without any screen or uh, any you know um, uh, anybody in front of the net, but uh, you know I knew that if if I was going to one time it I mean, it was pretty much easy safe for Hellebuck. So I had to it for a split second and use you know a little bit of screen there with you know with Morrissey and Wheeler. Do you take a lot of slap shots? Uh, no. Yeah, it's it's it's, 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 it's one time. It's pretty much. Yeah, it, it it's gone, kind of gone away from the game, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, and you know, game evolved so much every single year, I'd say, and you don't really see a lot of uh, you know slap shots. Uh, mostly, at one time is in uh, you know quick or you know snapshot first shots, pretty much. Danil Merimanov is with us on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
You know, Daniil, you, you've kind of mentioned a couple of times now that you, you saw space in front of you or you had space in front of you. And, and one of the things that I, I like most about your game is how you attack those spaces. Uh, when when or what is the, the process for you when deter- in, in determining when you're going to attack, when you're going to jump into the play in those situations? I'd say... Um... I'd say it's uh, it's 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 kind of pretty much naturally as my it, those those are my instincts. I don't I don't think a lot uh, during those plays because it's kind of a split second decision. Like if you see it, you gotta jump. If you if you don't, I mean it's gonna be taken away or if it's not there anymore. So uh, you know, it, most of the time it comes pretty natural, and uh, it, that's you know that's pretty much it. Where are you better after being up last year? going into this season, uh, coming off the surgery? Where have you made the most strides and feel more comfortable? Uh, you know, definitely my overall game, definitely defensively because I've been working out. You know, uh, really hard, um, you know, last year especially, and this start of the season, been really focusing on being, uh, you know, uh, just solid, just really solid, making the good plays, making quick plays, you know, uh, on the stick, off the stick, um, you know, um, and just to be a solid, um, uh, you know, in all three zones. Um, so that's, I'd say, I'd say those, those areas. Bruce made a point uh, of mentioning the other day. It's like, it's like you're playing with a coach too in Braden McNabb. Oh, can you take yeah. us inside what it, what it's, uh, the experience of, of, and how he helps you, uh, with Braden McNabb? It's amazing, man. Uh, he's such a really, such, such such a good player. Extremely smart. Uh, you know, really good pass, man. He's such, so good defensively, and that definitely you know helps me a lot. It gives me more confidence to jump in a play when when I see uh, you know an opening, knowing that you know that Nabri is gonna help me out there. And he always tells me like move, move, like move your feet, like you can skate, like go jump, like I'll 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 I'll, I'll got your back. And, uh, uh, you know, remember, remember last year, um, uh, I think my, my, my debut, I also played with him and, uh, against Colorado. When I got, I got my first point, uh, when we won in Colorado, I also played with him. And then it's so comfortable. Uh, he's such a good player. It's just, you know, just so easy to play with him. I know there's uh, some of this has to do with uh, the lineup and uh, guys being out, but uh, what's impressed me with Bruce and John Stevens, who uh, controls the defensive uh, alignment out there, you're playing a lot of minutes. Like You didn't just come up and get eased in. He's playing you a ton and, and first power play. That has to make some kind of difference to you mentally. Most definitely. Most definitely. That gives me so much confidence. You know, knowing that uh, the coaching staff, you know, they trust me. And, you know, I go out there without any hesitation and trying to show my best game, uh, you know, trying to trying to make plays, play hard. And, you know, and, 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 and of course, the, 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 the hockey game is a game of mistakes and, mistakes and mistakes happen to everyone. And, you know, knowing that and knowing that, you know, I have that amazing coaching staff, I know, on the bench behind my back, and knowing that, you know, if I make a mistake, let's say, I come back and not again, not gonna get yelled at, and I gotta get screamed at. You know, uh, uh, I'm, you know, I can, you know, freely play and you know make plays because, you know, uh, I'd say you know hockey is the is eighty five percent mental game because you know especially for a young player for any player 
when you know that if you make a mistake, you're going to get yelled at, you're going to get benched, you're definitely going to make a mistake. And, you know, for me, going out there, I feel it's so confident and so comfortable that, you know, uh, that, you know, just, just, just play hockey and, and everything's going to, you know, going to get taken care of itself. Ryan? You know, like on the topic of the power play, I think your confidence and, and your decisiveness, you're, you're quick to make decisions with the puck. You're quick to make those passes that, that oftentimes, um, you know, if you hesitate a split second, all of a sudden the seam closes up. Um, in terms of quarterbacking that power play and, and feeding off of, say, Jonathan Marcheseau and Mark Stone, like how, how do yeah. you view your job right now in quarterbacking that top unit? I'm just feeding those guys, you know. I just I have to be good at you know feeding those guys, uh, making a good breakouts, and be uh, being you know out there for them, uh, for for uh, you know for any of those guys, you know, Marchi, uh, uh, you know, Stevie or Stony or you know, Paul was there, uh, you know, in the middle, and uh, you know, once again, those guys, um, you know, I used to watch those guys when I was in school, just like I was was watching Phil and. Um, it, it just the best of the best uh, in here. So you know, I just need to uh, be good for them, uh, be an outlet, just feed them, and then you know, I mean, they they do the job. I mean, you saw it in Winnipeg. I mean, I was just trying to to feed Marshy there because of course she's got to have the shot. And I mean, I was just I was just trying to to feed him as quick as I can because once again, and goalies are so good. Going back to that talk, goalies are so good, and you know, if I would have held the puck for maybe uh, maybe less than a second, you know, he would have been there. But, you know, being being that quick is so important in today's game. Uh, three more. Uh, they're going to be quicker. Uh, one's serious, one's fun, and one's kind of out there. We'll start with the uh, the out there one. Of course. Uh, yeah, of course. Who do you want to play against that you haven't against. played against? Oh, my gosh. Is there is there somebody uh, that you can't wait to, to to line up against? Oh my gosh, uh, I'd say uh, Ovi. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Crosby yeah. Malkin. Oh, that's that Crosby Malkin's a, a pretty good one, uh, especially with, and then Ovi, what he's doing right now. Uh, yeah. Here, here's the here's the fun one. You scored your first goal the other night. I made a point of going back and checking the celebration. There wasn't one. Yeah. There, 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 <laughs> like, what's your go-to, Sally? And why didn't I see it the other night? Uh, <laughs> I don't really feel it. That's you you don't. Um, I, just, I, I just keep it cool, kind of. You know, I'm just keeping it cool. But sometimes, uh, sometimes I get really excited. It happens just like Mark, and I. I mean, I can just you know just go on one year or something like that. But <laughs> I mean. Just like you know, just like I said after the game, I just try to focus on the game, and without you know, uh, not too high, not too low. So it's kind of what I learned when I was younger. Yeah, you were calm and cool, like you'd scored thirty goals already that night. It's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you talked about telling your mom and dad. Uh, Ashley Vice had the great question. What do you, what would you say to your mom and dad? Is this before you got a chance to uh, to connect with them? Yeah. Uh, I did it. Now that you've had an opportunity to speak with them, uh, yeah. you have, right? Yes, I do. What, was, what was that conversation mm-hmm. like after you scored? Uh, can you share any of that with us? 
Well, my whole family was so thrilled, so excited. Uh, my my mom and dad said, like, when I scored, they were uh, running around the house, jumping around. It was uh, 5 a.m. But, I mean, I'm I'm happy. We all, you know, it's not really, it, was, it wasn't only my dream. It's, it's a dream of my whole family. And, uh, you know, we dreamed about about it, like, you know, since I stepped on the ice, it was, it was, it was our goal, everyone's goal, and it was just, just amazing, and they were so happy, like, my brother and, you know, my grandparents, everybody was watching the game, everybody was so happy. Did mom cry? Did you cry? I didn't cry. Um, my, I, I think my parents teared up a little, uh, yeah. but I don't think... Well, they didn't. They didn't cry when we talked, but uh, I think they cried a little when I scored. So. Oh, okay. Uh, I, yeah, I, I cry all the time, so I just just want to put that out there. Uh, it's 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 uh, it's fine, man. Yeah. Uh, who says man can't cry, right? Thanks, Daniel. Miro, that's awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, we kept you longer than we normally do. Uh, because you're so uh, just uh, wonderful with your time and uh, and your your thoughts, and it's absolutely uh, a pleasure listening to you uh, and uh, and tell us uh, and take us on this journey with you. Appreciate it, and good luck tomorrow. Thank you so much, guys. Take care. Have a There's good day. a YouTube. Uh, he's my favorite guy in training camp. <laughs> and yeah, you know what? He some guys get cooler. He's just really neat. He hasn't changed yeah. a, a, a lick. No, not at all. He's he's just uh, authentically himself, and I think that that's awesome. You can tell how much fun he's having, and and how much you know this opportunity means to him. And and he's been a big big part of the Golden Knights' recent success over the last two games. He he's been massive, and and especially on the power play. And um, you know, all, all the best to him. It's awesome to see him uh, come up and, and be rewarded with that, that hard work and, and putting the puck in the back of the net. We have Mike Rupp at 510. Yep. Can I suggest something? And you guys can you guys can decide. But okay. after Mike Rupp, would it be okay if we re-ran the Miro interview? It's just, it's so good. And I know people can listen to it in the podcast, uh, but uh, I just that that was awesome stuff uh, with Miro on a number of different levels: hockey, emotions, a life journey. Uh, I just uh, I want to ex- uh, expose it to to more people if possible. We can talk about it during the commercial break, and we can come back yep. if you want. Yeah, I I I think we just we got to figure out logistically, but outside okay. of that, I, I'm I'm 100 down for it. Logistics aside. We will rerun that in hour number two if you missed any of Daniil Miramanov. If we don't rerun it, it's Chapman's fault. Well, you you got to understand. <laughs> you, you're, you're dealing with the best in yeah. the business right here. So there, there's no logistical issue. There's, there's I can, probably a 50-50 chance this is going to work. No, no. Come on. Don't sell me short. I, I'm pretty damn good at what I do. And there's, I can, I can we'll, we'll have it turned around and ready to go. 50% chance that no. we'll have the interview to rerun and 50% chance that we'll have to call Daniil back and do the interview <laughs> well, again. You, you know, yeah. GC calls me. Yes. He, he, I, I don't call Daniil, so I, I can't call him back. But uh, 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 yeah. GC, who who was on record the other day saying that uh, that 
Ryan uh, was threatening to take away the Boston Bruins original six status. You see uh, how, how I set you up for that yeah, one? Yeah, that, that was awesome. So we'll take a break. We'll come back uh, with segment two. We'll get into last night's uh, victory over the Chicago Blackhawks. I do want to get into Canada-USA and that experience uh, for the Las Vegas Valley as well. Uh, but that was outstanding. That's why you listen to the VGK Insider Show. It's where the players hang out on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. It's that time. Christmas time is here. Everybody knows there's not a better time of year. Hear that sleigh. Santa's I wonder if it's weird when you do a Christmas album. Because you record it like in August, or you're not recording it in November to put out. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's weird singing those songs, or or if no. you're in a Christmas like Hallmark special and you're you're acting and doing all that stuff, and it's it's April. I wonder I wonder how odd and strange that is. I had to, I don't think I could get I, into I, it. I had to sit through one no, of those. I would, Hallmark specials the other day. I had to take my car in. There was there was some recall that I needed. So we I'm don't s- need the backstory. No, no, we don't I'm, need I'm, to know how do you build a watch. We, we just I'm need to know sitting, what time. I'm it sitting is. in the dealership, and usually, you know, like they have the prices right on or something like that. No, they had the Hallmark movie channel on, and of course, it was. But I I noticed things, and I noticed that they they probably did film the movie in the winter because when people were outside and talking, you can see their breath. A lot of times, when you see movies that are, that are supposed to be Christmas movies, you don't see the the. <laughs> This, the, the, you don't the think breath. that's a special effect that they have? No, no, I don't think that's a special effect. I think that's a legit thing. Because a lot of times you'll see movies in the snow or whatever, and there's no there's no breath. It's just like you and I having a conversation. You're looking for breath? Well, yes, of course. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's just one of those things you doing. notice. I mean, I, I pay attention to things because I'm like, yeah, they filmed this movie in the summer. I, I don't understand how you get around to looking for breath. Well, it's not like I'm watching for it, but you see it. You make it, it you sound notice. like you are. <laughs> no, you, you, you see those things. You notice. We just had one of the greatest interviews in my time on the VGK Insider Show with Neil Miramanoff. We're going to rerun it in hour number two. Yes. It's that good. And uh, if you uh, want to even more... Uh, Download the podcast and and listen to it uh, there if you're not going to be able to uh, be around the radio uh, between 5 and 6. So one of the greatest conversations we've had. And then we follow it up with you looking for breath. I'm not looking for it. I just notice it. (laughs) That is this show in a nutshell right there. (laughs) You say that like it's it's a bad thing. It's fun. You. People you enjoy led, it. You led the horse to water here. No, I, I didn't ask him to talk. I set it up saying I think it well, would be strange if you record a Christmas album uh, and you're singing uh, uh, Silent Night in, in August or you're doing a Hallmark special in April. And then Skippy jumped in and said he was at, <laughs> at Meineke the other day and they, they had a Hallmark uh, show on and he couldn't see the breath. No, no, I could see it. I could see it. So, so I, I, I figured it was filmed in the winter. Yeah, and I think that they have special uh, effects on it. Um, the game last night, the game was was more what we expected. Like that, that was a very solid, delivered 
execution of a game plan by the Vegas Golden Knights. Not Winnipeg was spectacular. It might be one of the wins of the year because sure. they're beat up and they have to score six goals and uh, all the different uh, turns, twists, and turns that, that come about it, and five lead changes, and uh, and you 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 walk in, you win in regulation in a rink that you'd never won in before, and you're you're able to to walk out of that with a couple of points. Last night, right up there with the Anaheim game earlier this season, was as close to perfect of a game. There was parts of it where where Chicago showed some spunk, but that was a a very solidly delivered performance for two points. I agree 100%. I think the Golden Knights went in and executed the game plan for um, as as close to a 60-minute effort as we've seen all season long. I think for, for Vegas, the, you know, even in the second period where maybe the game wasn't as clean as you would like it to be, nothing really happened on either side. The, the Chicago Blackhawks didn't have a ton of dangerous chances over the course of 60 minutes. I thought, you know, Darren, you were talking a lot about the defensive side of the puck for the Golden Knights going into that game last night against Chicago, and they get full marks there for what they were able to do. And, and I wanted to see a continuation of the offense and they did that too. So everything kind of works synergistically for 60 minutes and the golden Knights turned that one into a relative, no doubter pretty early on, in my opinion. Yeah. The, the goals were great and the goals were, were really good in, in a unique status, like the shorty, the power play, yeah. even strength, empty netter. Uh, if if you're gonna get picky at all, you would have liked to have seen a couple more five on five uh, to be a, to be able to put it away. Uh, but but the goals were good. They continued to score and score a ton. And and in in looking at last night, uh, and I credit Darren Elliott for this. I think we're one step closer to figuring out the difference between the road record, which is the league best, and the home record, which is closer to 500. Everybody wants to know why the separation between those two when teams are traditionally better at home in all sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's what we have come down to, and I want to start with throwing something out the side door. The idea that they're better on the road because they're together and there's less distractions and they're thinking about hockey all the time and they're just uh, rink and hotel and playing and rink and hotel and playing and uh, there's some bonding happening there. Uh Garbage. Done. Okay. Okay. I listen to people who have played the game tell me that. With all due respect, I totally disagree. And here's why. If that was the case, then the road record for not just Vegas, but 31 other teams in the National Hockey League would be better than the home record. And it would be the case in the National Football League, in Major League Baseball, and maybe more Major League Baseball uh, because you're on the road and you're, uh, you're in the same city for a while, and football. So it, it doesn't wash, all right? It sounds great, and, yeah. and it, uh, there's some, some logical parts of it where you go, oh, okay, yeah, they're, they're focused. Uh, they're not running around. Okay. That, that may- no, done. See you later. Here's why. <laughs> the power play on the road yep. has been awesome. The mm-hmm. power play is producing goals. Mm-hmm. That's why they're scoring more on the road than they are at home. 
And when you score four-plus goals a game, you're going to win a lot of hockey games. That's what Vegas is doing. They're 4.13 or whatever uh, on the road right now and in the twos mm -hmm. at, at home. If your power plays score more and you're, you're putting up more goals uh, on the road, you're going to win more hockey games. That's why the road record right now is better than the home record because they're scoring a mm -hmm. bunch more goals. Next question will be, and I want to get in front of this because Chapman's going to follow up here. Uh, Chris Chapman, Fox Sports Las Vegas, as as he does in the uh, in the press conferences. Do you want to do it, yeah, Chris? Yeah. I don't think he's. Oh, here. he's gone. He's he's, he's, he's doing, doing the mere man of thing. Yeah. Uh, Chris Chapman, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, here here's the follow up question. So why is the power play better on the road? I don't know. <laughs> I, I I haven't got that yeah. far down the path. Yeah. I thought I thought Darren Elliott had groundbreaking news just uh, to to break down the numbers uh, on the road power play being so much uh, more uh, efficient than than the home power play. Uh, I don't know why. And and, and just uh, just to take it a bit further, uh, I don't know why the National Hockey League keeps track so keeps track of road penalty kill, uh, home penalty kill, road power play, home power play mm -hmm. because nobody's matching lines. On a power play, you're putting out your unit, you're putting out uh, your power play, uh, and and I'm putting out my penalty killers. I'm not Matt, even though I have last change. I'm not adjusting my penalty killers based on what you're doing with your personnel in the power play. All right, sure. it it doesn't get. I have my number one PK unit. You've got your number one power play. They're going to end up matching up, uh, whether the game's in St. Louis or whether it's in Vegas. That's the reality of it. But it's helped in this situation to show us that their power play on the road this year has been exceptional, and it's good at home. But it's not scoring at nearly the rate that it, that it is at home uh, or that it is on the road, and that's why they're winning more games uh, away from T-Mobile because they're just that's allowing them to score a bunch more goals. It's that mm -hmm. simple. Don't buy into this whole teams togetherness and stuff chemistry matters but that's not the reason okay uh i don't disagree with you on the power play and uh, a big part of the post game show that i did last night was looking ahead to this homestand for the vegas Golden Knights and saying if what we're getting right now out of the power play and what we've got out of the last two games specifically from the power play is replicable on home ice. The Golden Knights will turn things around over the course of this homestand. I think right now their power play is coming up consistently. It is creating really dangerous looks every single time they're thrown over the boards. And I think if that can be something that the Golden Knights can rely upon to give them an extra goal or two at home, that's going to be something that I think yeah. turns things around over the course of the next four games. They've been hoping for that all year, right? So I, but I don't know why they, it's quieter at home. I, I I understand yeah, I don't know if, if if it if it plays like it and produces the way it did in Chicago, Winnipeg, or all the other road games this year, uh, where it's been so effective, then yeah, they're going to score more. I just don't know. Uh, the The other part is they they've had these time change, and I'm gonna I'm gonna really break this down tomorrow uh, on the pregame show on the television. I just haven't had time to do it yet. Uh, I know there's something here when they change time zones coming back it's not as effective the the performance isn't as good as when they just come home off a, a regular road trip whether it's uh playing in vancouver or 
Edmonton. They they haven't had a lot of those. Uh, they won when they came back uh, off the the first road game of the year against LA. Only scored one goal, but they won that game. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. So uh, I, I'm going to do a, a breakdown on wins and losses when they're in the same time zone and when they're in a different time zone. And it's okay. I I think I'll, I'll make sure that you you get the stats because I, I like Sharon. I think it's going to be pretty dramatic. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow, what's what's going to happen? They're they're going to have to adjust from uh, to a two hour time change, and that's going right. to be a challenge uh, for for the Vegas Golden Knights because there's there's something to that. Uh, the scheduler has done some really cool things this year. Steve Hatzpetros is, is is a really cool guy with the National Hockey League, and uh, he he looks uh, after the schedule with his team uh, out of Montreal. Uh, they they put Buffalo at the end of a road trip. They put Boston at the end of a, a road trip. I, I thought it was in, integral to uh, keeping Vegas really focused on on those trips. One area that uh, that hasn't worked out as well is is coming home and playing after just one game rest or one day rest. Uh, and I yeah. talked to uh, Jim Montgomery, coach of the Boston Bruins. I had a great conversation with him uh, earlier this week, and he even mentioned he's like, "Boy, Vegas, uh, uh, the team that you cover has has really been in in a couple of binds coming off road trips because of the mm-hmm. quick turnaround." And we all think that it's harder going east to west than going home uh, west to east. If that if that if you can compute that in your head, Boston going home sure. from the west. Uh, to the east uh, seems to be uh, somewhat easier for the Eastern Conference teams than than coming uh, west. I don't know why that is. Uh, it may not be anecdotally correct, uh, but uh, when we were talking about it, 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 it seemed to uh, really be something there. Uh, tomorrow, they're going to have to adjust to another multi-hour time change uh, going into sure. it. And then and then you get into, and this is where... where Steve and I have an issue. Steve had to Petros, uh, the scheduler. <laughs> Vegas had that three-game homestand earlier this year around Thanksgiving. Yeah, sounds fun to be at home with a holiday. Sure, and sure. Yeah, does. and have this string of games. I I think that there is a challenge to focus and keeping everything uh, working properly uh, and, and being focused uh, on your game and, and family and everything uh, around holiday time. That's just life. And mm-hmm. I think that got to them a little bit around Thanksgiving. And then you have this the longest homestand of the year. It's great. I love it. We get the longest homestand of the season so far this next week. But it all leads into Christmas when if... Sure. How many? 75% uh, of people are cramming this week? Yep. Men, yep. women, yeah, teenagers, whatever. There's a lot of yeah. stuff to do. And and yeah. hockey players and hockey personnel are, are, are no different. So uh, it sounds great, this four-game homestand. I think it's going to be a really big challenge uh, to, to be able to uh, turn around the home record. If they go 500 in these four games... I consider that a success. I I see where you're coming from, and, and I think that that's absolutely a fair assessment. I think for the Golden Knights with the teams that are on 
this homestand, and it's not going to be easy by any stretch. But you've got the Islanders. Then you've got Buffalo, a game that I think everyone will be up for if you're the Vegas Golden Knights. You've got Arizona, which is going to be a difficult one because you're looking ahead to St. Louis. Like I get all of that, but I still feel like the Golden Knights are on the cusp of kind of turning the corner here on home ice. That all being said, I'll take I'll take a split. I'll take yeah. 500 at home right now leading into Christmas because I also understand that we're not talking about robots here. And that's been like one of the big things that I think is lost a lot when it comes to uh, the Golden Knights coming out of out of Thanksgiving and, and laying a couple of eggs at home. It's that you've got humans that are playing a game. They're not robots. You can't just throw them out there. There are other life stressors that are going on in the background. And you're not always going to get the best version that you possibly can night in and night out. It's hard to play 82 games at the same intensity all season long. That's why teams have ebbs and flows. Right now, the Golden Knights need to try to figure out how to get more results on home ice, and I, I still look at this homestand as an opportunity to do that. Want to know how much these guys are, are real human beings? Listen to the Daniil Miramanov interview that we're going to replay in, <laughs> in hour number two, or yeah. listen to it in the podcast. They're They're real people. I mean... Uh, yep. They they go through the emotions uh, just like uh, you you and I would. A different stage, uh, different focus. Uh, but Christmas uh, holidays uh, affects them exactly. Like I'm a hot mess right now when it comes to Christmas <laughs> preparations, an absolute yeah. Yeah. hot mess. And uh, I've done a couple of searches during the course of this show uh, for mm-hmm. gift ideas that I need to be able to track down. And that's been a constant. I did it last night uh, during the, the third mm-hmm. period. Elliot was looking over at me going, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, we got this game in hand. I got to I gotta track this down. Uh, so uh, <laughs> um, so uh, there's that, 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 that's part, uh, part, part of it. Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we continue, we will set up our number two, a little bit about uh, one-timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League. And we'll tell you a couple of ideas that we have for Mike Rupp. Uh, that we want to get to uh, when the uh, analyst from the NHL Network uh, joins us on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Oh, yeah. And and all his reindeers pulling on the rain. Just happens to be in Dad's car. That's weird. All is merry and Santa's pulling so in the driveway. Mom just got out of the car. That's so weird. What's Mom yep. doing hanging out with Santa? Oh, she's kissing him under the tree, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Did you take any heat for that, Chapman? No, no. In fact, uh, no, people were on my side. They were not on yes, your side. Who was on your they side? Weren't. Yes, they Stephanie. Were not. Stephanie was Stop. on my side. Stop. Rita Stop. was Chapman. on my side. Chapman, Chapman, come on, buddy. I put a poll up. Papa and you Lou got was on my side. Slaughtered. Mike. Mike was on my side. Stop everybody it. was on my oh, side. Come on. Everybody. Everybody. On. Everybody thought Ryan was 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 being mean. He wasn't being mean. He was being accurate. Well, still, he, you don't have to be mean. He apparently taught 80 you something. To 20. <laughs> 
Read the comments. People, people, were, people were like, yeah, For those Chapman. that uh, that don't know, uh, <laughs> Chapman did not realize that the song, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, uh, he did not realize that Dad was dressed up as Santa Claus. He thought Mom was just <laughs> stepping out on Dad by making yeah. out with Santa Claus. Hey, had maybe. no maybe, idea uh, that, uh, that the whole premise of that thing was uh, that, uh, that Mom and Dad are just uh, catching a couple of minutes uh, while the kids are supposed to be in bed. Uh, yeah, and, maybe and, and maybe Santa attack. was Michael Jackson's mom's hall pass. I mean, uh, maybe, no, maybe that's don't how try, it was. Don't try Chapman, Chapman, Santa can't be a hall pass. He's not an adulterer. He's <laughs> in charge of the naughty and nice list. What are you saying right now? Yeah, but now? He, he gets to create the naughty and nice list. He does that on his own, right? Yeah, I mean, it, he makes the rules. Oh, Mrs. Claus would never let him out next year. And then Christmas would be canceled. Unreal. Yeah. Uh, it's sad, scary. Uh, Mike Rep's going to join us in hour number two from the NHL Network. What do you want to talk to him about? And I, I mean that in all seriousness. I'm not just throwing out uh, well a, a generic question. I mean, you know, it's it's always good to get kind of the national temperature of the Vegas Golden Knights, especially after the start that they've had and uh, where they're at right now in, in kind of battling through some injuries. Um, I want to know who but the best team I, in the game is, because I've got yeah, an idea. That's a good point. And oh. it may not match what you think. Uh, we'll get to wow. Mike Rupp, and we will replay the amazing conversation, because Daniil Miramana was unbelievably cool with us uh, from our number one. That's coming up as Fox Sports Las Vegas brings you the VGK Insider Show.